we have everything from bubbles to building to a Feast for Beasts gallery with live animals. They can get to broadcast the news. Yeah. Um, so there's something for everyone at the museum. I'm Kristen. And I'm Sharon. And we're here to spill the tea. <laughs> Long Island Tea. Hello, and welcome back to Long Island Tea. I'm Kristen. And I'm Sharon. Hey, Sharon. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. So, uh, it's been a week for you, my friend. Has, you know, <laughs> I said my tea last week was that I was doing my three-day juice cleanse. Mm-hmm. And I finished it last night. Today is day four. So, cheers. I did cheers. it. This is water. I got to do this. Cheers. Amazing. I'm I so proud of you. I did it. First of all, I'm so proud of you for doing it. Thank you. Secondly, I'm so proud of your mood and your attitude throughout the whole process. Oh, I, thank you. I think you really, you nailed it, girl. It was hard. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that I think my family suffered the brunt okay. of my mood. Right. And, and it wasn't bad. It was just um, silent, apparently. Yeah. What I heard today is like, you didn't speak for three days. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I went home, apparently I didn't yeah. speak. Yeah. That's awesome. So I uh, I did, as promised, I documented it mm-hmm. on our social media channel. I put it on my Instagram stories, and then we reposted it on the podcast stories. So a lot of people. And it was amazing. Like, I was really floored at how many people, like, okay. reached out. DM'd me. Yeah. Men and women. Men were like, uh, men were like, uh, I can't fit in my pants anymore since That's COVID. So Tell me about this. I might need to do this. Um, and... And women were like, does your stomach crumble? Tell me how, how you're doing. And it was amazing. I was like, really felt, and people were like, way to go. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. I felt so much support. And it was awesome. And then my daughters were texting me like, S- take these stories down. Stop what you're doing now. Yeah. They're like, we're literally <laughs> being bullied an at school. <laughs> Knock it off. Mom, please. Also, why are your eyebrows so weird? Oh, no, you looked beautiful. <laughs> no, and I was like, I don't know. They're like, also, you're part needs to be in the middle because I went side part again <laughs> your hair is in a tight it was crazy but um but I promised people I said if they tune in to the podcast that mm-hmm. I would give them like you know some tips yeah on how how it worked so do you well do you mind indulging me for Please. just like okay so first of all I did it so let me just say that um I bought the juice cleanse on Amazon okay which so, is, is brave yeah well right <laughs> So you never know. There's that, but it, and it was about a hundred bucks. Okay. So for a three day juice cleanse, and you get six juices a day, and they they ship directly to your door, and they're frozen, and then there's like no guessing, right? Did you have any point in your time where you were like, ah, oh, not another juice? No. In okay. fact, you're supposed to drink six a day, and I actually drank five a day, so yeah, I have a few left over. I feel like it's a, a lot. lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. And the green juices looked really gross and right. intimidating, but they're actually not bad they, okay. didn't, they tasted good I thought um, but if you don't want to spend a hundred dollars there are a lot when I went on Pinterest there are a lot of DIY okay like juice yeah, three day juice cleanses you can do thing. it yourself yeah. you can get the vegetables and the fruits and you can blend yeah. it yourself to me I would never have made it through that process right no I don't DIY anything nope <laughs> I would have given up before the blender was even done I'm like this right? is too it's much not work even I'm done, in. done. <laughs> so for me it has to be as seamless and easy where you just open the juices and drink them so the other thing i would say to make sure you're successful is plan it out Mm -hmm. so for example i had a lunch meeting today right so and plus the podcast and where we drink wine right so i knew i couldn't do it thursday friday and i don't want to do it on the weekend and set myself up for failure so i had to i planned it like two weeks in advance 
on a Monday through Wednesday where I like, blocked my calendar. Yeah. No lunches, yeah. no happy hours, no date nights, nothing like that. Right. So made sure because otherwise it gets just too it's too hard. Yeah. It's well it's a commitment. Yeah. Right. You, you know? have to plan it, yeah. I think, and really, you know, block the time. Yeah. Um and then the other thing is, and Alyssa and I were talking about this today, is I wouldn't, you know, I lost four pounds. Which is amazing. Right. Congratulations. In three days, which was good. That's awesome. I was hoping for five. Right. But four is fine. Okay. Because I don't think you should do it for weight loss. I think there are probably other easier ways sure. to lose yeah. weight just by cutting your carbs or whatever, like monitoring your calories. Because it, it's, it's really intense. It's hard. Yeah. And it's a sacrifice. But I did it more of as a reset. So I think you have to have the right intentions. Yeah. I did it. Because it's spring, we've been in quarantine, all these things. And, you know, the coffee, I drink was drinking a lot. Of, I love my coffee, as yeah, you know. Yeah. I love my wine. I love my almonds. I love my Diet Coke. And I just thought, you know what? I wanted to just... Just hit the reset. Reset mm-hmm. and, and just prove to myself I could do it. Yeah. And and really and truly do it as like a cleansing experience, not as a weight loss thing. Right, exactly. I think if you're doing it as a weight loss thing, it's... You're, you might be disappointed because there's probably easier ways to do it. So without the coffee, like I was talking to you earlier, I gave up caffeine two months ago. I can't even believe that. I'm mind blown. It's just unbelievable the detox that your body goes through when you, when you get rid of something like that. The headaches that I had were mm. unbearable. Yeah. So you didn't you didn't have that. No, I did have like you know it took a the first night was like unimpressed. I didn't I don't I didn't feel like I felt better. I didn't feel like I slept better. I didn't right. feel like anything right. you know impactful. But it takes a few days, right? Mm-hmm. And so the second day, I did I did go to bar on the second and third day. And the third day, I'm not gonna lie, last night going to bar after you hadn't had a morsel of food in three days, right? No I was energy. Like, Whoa. Yeah. Um, but no, I didn't. I had a headache, but it wasn't unbearable. But um, but it was only three days. Okay. Right. So yeah. um, and I, a lot of it is just, you know, the, the part It's funny. I told the story on our Instagram stories on night two. The hardest part were at nights. Yeah. For me. Yeah. When you're bored. When you're bored. Yeah. Because you know what? You don't like even when I go to bar at six and I get home at seven. OK, so then it's still 730. Right. And you're not doing anything with your family. You don't you're not prepping for dinner or cooking dinner or sitting down for dinner you basically drink a juice and then you're done yeah and so like uh, the second night i'm tegan bumped her toe she likes there i can't even believe it she stubbed her toe she can this girl i love her but she can get hurt standing still yeah and stubbed her toe and it's bruised so i'm like do you need do you need medical tape from cvs because i'll go I have no problem. I'll yeah. be right back. And she's like, I mean, I could, so I guess. So I like, I jump up, which is something I would never do. Mm-hmm. I never mm-hmm. like to leave the house once I come home. Right. I go to CVS by myself, and I'm like an hour pacing the, 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 the cosmetics. Uh. And uh, well, because now they all have like the beautiful nail bars. Oh, like ninety-seven dollars oh, later, God. <laughs> and an hour. Easy. I, Although, although I think I finally have cracked the code on a matte lipstick that okay. won't smear Are you wearing it right my now? mask. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, I need this because I always wear a mask on Long Island TV, and then I take it off and I look like the Joker. Right, right. So I think I I bought like multiple lipsticks, multiple nail polishes. I bought like a ring light for my phone. So <laughs> awesome. This is me. This is me at CVS in like the as seen on TV aisle. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally, mm-hmm. totally need that. What is like fix a flat? I'm like, oh, and what it's like a can this big. <laughs> Literally everything. Like that knife is amazing. I should probably get that. Or, like, I, I, who doesn't need a 
poof. I am the biggest as seen on TV aisle sucker. sucker. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I fully impulse bought just a ton of stuff. That's hysterical. Sheer boredom. And then last night was tough because we did sit down for family dinner and I had my juice and everybody ate. And okay. it was like hard because watching were, everyone. Yeah. yeah, it was hard because I was this is day three. I, to me, it was just like getting through it. But I'm really glad I did. And, and let me tell you, nothing tasted better than that Starbucks this morning right. or this wine today or this wine today. <laughs> tell us about it, Sharon. So we are um, drinking a rosé blend. It's called As If. It's from our friends at Chronicle Wines. I love the name, as if. I know. It's so right. Alicia Alyssa, Silverstone. Alyssa, it, reminds, yeah, it reminds you of Clueless. And I was like, 100%. Yeah. And, and it's probably, I don't um, know. You don't even go here. Right? <laughs> Rolling with my homies. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it's a, a delicious rosé blend. It's the dry, full-bodied rosé designed to mature, bold, and age-worthy with brooding flavors of crushed berries, pomegranate, rhubarb, and fennel. Pairs well with hearty dishes, strong cheeses, my favorite, and it's delicious year-round. So, And it, this is, a, a again, a chronicle wine. Yes. Right? Yeah. And it's made by, do you know the owner? Um, do we yes, have Yes, we do. It's okay. the partner of our last... Robin. Yeah, Robin, Robin. we featured yeah. last week. It's Allie Shaper. She is born and raised on Long Island. She studied engineering at Cornell University and spent a few postgraduate years working in Silicon Valley. Mm. She spent the weekends at the vineyards and realized her passion to work in the wine industry. Returning to New York, Allie began working in wine retail, hospitality, and marketing while obtaining her advanced certificate for the Wine and Spirits Education Trust of London and then training in winemaking at Premium Wine Group on the North Fork. Mm -hmm. She served on the Long Island Wine Council from 2014 to 2017. Yeah, I love that we're still, you know, this is our final week in Women's History Month and we're still celebrating women. And, you know, you know it's a woman-owned wine because it's called Azef. Right. So, <laughs> women get women. They do. And you know what? Let's be honest. The wine drinkers right now are women our age. Yeah. Like, yeah. we are the premium client for these kinds of Absolutely, wines. Absolutely, yeah. I'm a wine club member. And, um, but you know what? You know what? It's rosé season, too, which this makes me so happy. So that exciting. We're back into rosé. It's spring. It's spring. It's beautiful. Rosé. Rosé like, Now, now, I mean, we were kind of drinking rosé during the winter just because we were posing. Yeah. But now it's like actually acceptable to drink rose. Yeah, and it's so good. Yeah, I love it. And this is, and I love that it's a woman because, you know, as if. Right. As this is actually called Courage Rose. Okay. Oh, Alyssa told it. It's called Courage Rose. Oh my God, I love that. Serendipity, courage, persistence. Oh my God, I love that. It's that so is cute. so what we've been talking about all month. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, and um, and I'm so excited because you know what we are actually one of the, your your tea last week. Speaking of women, strong right. women, is that we are uh, now live as guests on the Vogel Twins podcast. Oh, that's so exciting! They're, speaking of courage, courageous, world traveling, the future generation of of women. Oh, they're amazing! I am they were so, so proud of those girls. I know, I know. So it's been a great week. I love it, and I love this wine, and I, I just think I love the name, persistence, courageous. What is it? Serendipity. Serendipity. So cute. Oh, my God. Every woman should buy this for your bestie. Yeah, definitely. It's delicious. As we all start to come out of hibernation. Yeah, in exactly. The spring Even like out. you sit outside and buy your fire pit, you know, rosé. I know. So excited. I know. I need I a new I actually just pit. bought. I just bought. I just, ah. Wayfair. I yeah. I love Wayfair. Um, and we just got all new outdoor furniture. Poor Dan. That's Ooh. the thing about Wayfair is like 
if you don't pay the extra two hundred dollars for them to put it together, you got to put it together yourself. Well, your so husband <laughs> is like Mister Put It Together, He's throwing the what the Allen key like across the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of felt bad, and it, you know he's. You like, kind of felt bad. <laughs> You're like, but also I'm watching him out the window, and I'm like, eh. That's Do you so- need another Bud Light, honey? <laughs> You're such an enabler. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, but it looks beautiful. I'm excited. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. exciting! So last year for my birthday, I got this um, one of those. Have you seen them like outdoor yes. beds, like lounge Chase beds? Lounges. Chase, yeah. but it's like a dual person, and it it can tilt up this way or this way and it's like it can be it's you can do both sides and face each other it's awesome and it's got like the little tray table what that's so cool because we have the outdoor movie theater yeah because of covid really we were like apparently we're in our backyard forever right so, right and so it's been a way in fact at one point in the winter you couldn't even see it it was really? literally buried in oh snow. my gosh so we put the cushions back on it okay just last weekend and i was like mm, what is it go. made out of is it made out it's of wicker. like rattan yeah it's like a wicker i don't know what's that what do you say what rattan probably yeah same thing i don't know and i was so worried because like we had major thunderstorms and i'm like oh i didn't cover it you know oh, like, my i don't God. know if you have to so you you had it well, out. Well, it's outdoor cushions. No, I put the cushions away. Right, but the actual yeah, seat itself the actual is fine. Seat itself is fine. Okay, good. But you put the you know you try to put the cushions away, but you never know. Every once a week it'll yeah. rain or something. So you're, you're like, like, crap. I know. I gotta run outside. <laughs> I know you do what you can, but yeah. I'm so I love it because you just lay out there and read a book. Oh my god, that's so amazing. I know. I love it. I love outdoor furniture. I but know. We have a fire pit, but we burned through the bottom of it. Oh, oh no! It's like this copper one. It's really yeah. cool, and I keep telling Thomas we need a new one, and Thomas is like, "No, I'm gonna fix it." Yeah, I love it. I love like, Thomas. Mm, all right, <laughs> just throw it away and just get a new one and buy a new one. But we did that. Like, I went. I actually got a propane one, a oh, gas one, yeah. which I love. What a difference! Flip and switch. Yeah, it's, and then you turn it off when you're done. And you don't have to worry about it. I know. I, that's what I would like, but mm-hmm. Thomas is more of like a purist. Yeah, yeah. He wants the wood. He likes the mm-hmm. wood. I think he likes to make um, the boys who come around for our teenage daughters work. <laughs> to be honest, whenever they come around, he's like, "Load the fire pit." Oh my god, that was my life. <laughs> we had wood burning stove like heating up my house, and any man or anything that like my sisters, their boyfriends would come in, they're like, "You're not allowed in this house until you bring a pile of wood in." Yeah. <laughs> It is. It's like a rite of passage. It is. You're it's like, crazy. let's see what you're made of. Yeah. Load the fire pit. Yeah. It's funny. And it's really cute when they do. Like, the little, you know, you can tell the boys that are willing to do the work. Yeah, exactly. And the ones that can't, you're like, moving on. Yeah, got to go. <laughs> <laughs> you're done here, sir. Thank you. I know, I know. Okay, so that is really awesome. I'm excited about spring and rosé season. Mm-hmm. And that means that summer's coming. The daffodils are starting to bloom on Long Island. It's and beautiful it's so awesome. weather. I know. Oh, it feels, in fact, it's so funny because it's supposed to rain tomorrow and we were going to film Long Island TV, but we had to postpone it because of the rain. And I had ordered on my clothing service at the cutest Tory Burch sweater. Oh. Um, but then I was like, I don't understand because it's pouring rain, but it's also 70. 68. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, like, I don't I don't understand I don't know how do. this works. <laughs> how does this work? <laughs> so now I don't know where to wear that sweater, but I'm going to find a place. Um, and I'm also excited because... We've been talking mm-hmm. about the, the segment, the podcast. And after we were on the Vogel Twins, and they wanted to know, and so you have to listen to the Vogel Twins, first of so all. Cute. V-O-G-E-L, like Google their podcast. We'll put something on our social media so you can follow them. Mm-hmm. But they're so cute, and they're they're young, and they've traveled the whole world, and they wanted to talk to us about our favorite places on Long Island. Right. And it got us thinking, like... What should we do? Yeah, and yeah. people... 
you know, we're talking about where to go and what to do on Long Island, but we also talk about that in conjunction with everything else in our lives. Right. But people want to know, especially as we start to go out again and things open up. Yeah. And where should you go on your date night or if you have an anniversary or if you have a family reunion or people right. coming into town? Right. And we want to be there for you. Yeah. So we have a new segment. Which I'm so excited about. Yeah, which we're going to launch. It's called, we haven't named it we yet. We haven't named it. We're trying to find a name, <laughs> but we're so excited. Yeah, it's, it's called. Ask, well, we're calling it Ask the Ask self-proclaimed. the self-proclaimed experts right now. Because <laughs> we're self-proclaiming ourselves as experts. Yeah, I think it's incredible. Yeah. Why not? But if you have a better name, let us know. Because, sure. you know, we're just winging it. But, um... But so we're talking about like what things to do on Long Island because we are Discover Long Island right. and we know I think pretty much everything on Long it's Island. Our job. But mm-hmm. also, you know, we're moms. Yeah. And we're of different age groups. Of different age groups and we've been in relationships and so it doesn't have to be, you know, tourism well, or Long Island related. Right. right. Like we actually had a, a um, an employee here that would always come to me with with questions about their babies and things like that, and they're like, you know, like before I Google anything, I'm going to ask Sharon what what she did <laughs> yeah. when this happened or things like that. And it's you know, I have four sisters, so people definitely you know, come you to you ask, more yeah. than they come to me for this stuff because I'm I like call myself like the female Dr. Phil. I'm more of the <laughs> tough love person. I'm like, get it together, pull yourself together. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to tell hike you. Hike up your skirt and let's go. <laughs> Not hike up your skirt, Sharon. I don't know. No, say it's that. like that Shania Twain. <laughs> She'll cut that. <laughs> I'm full of these. <laughs> no. No. But, hike up your skirt and stop being a Sally. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't say that. But I will say, get it together. <laughs> Uh, Alyssa, I don't think you should cut this part. I think this part is golden. I'm not going to lie. But so honestly, look, here's the deal. In no way are we certified life coaches. Sure. But I feel like we're life coaches. Yeah. I think we're good advice givers. Yeah. I remember saying, like, I'm going to be a life coach. One one time I thought I was going to be a life coach. And people are like, you're going to make people cry. (laughs) You shouldn't be a life coach. You're going to make people cry. But I, I... I won't make you cry, right. I don't think. But no. I will t- like if you have a question about your relationship or your mother in law or right. your babies or whatever, like or Long Island, write into us. Exactly. DM us, email us. It's uh, not it's not just a, it's suggestions. You know? Yeah. Like we're not. Well, I was telling you, it makes me think of this when I was in Vegas and there was like the homeless guy on the side of the, yeah, the street and he favorite. has the sign and it's like bad advice, one dollar. I'm like smart man, like that. Smart man, right? I was, I was like, I fully gave him a dollar because yeah. I'm like, that's clever. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna ask me a question. I'm clearly homeless, so you probably shouldn't take advice from me, but I'll give it to you. What was, did you ask him? Do you remember? No, I don't think I asked him a question. Oh, okay, you're like, I, bye. Here's a dollar. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need wisdom because he would probably have laid his wisdom on me, and right. I don't want to hear it. This and is why like, I don't go to psychics or yeah. anything. I don't want to. I know. love that. I love that. Stuff. Yeah, but I appreciated it, so I just gave him a dollar. Okay, just for his ingenuity. Yeah, that's I amazing. Pre- I appreciated it. Yeah, I was like, I'm not gonna make you work, um, but I loved it, and it, I've remembered that forever. Yeah. So this is what it is. Maybe we should call the segment "Bad Advice One Dollar," <laughs> but not even a dollar because we'll give it to you for free. Bad right. advice for free. Right. Um, but I'm excited about it. So yeah. make sure you. Write us, DM us, um, let us know if you have a question about It could about be an anon- anonymous, you yeah. know, like you don't have to say your name. We will we'll hold your name if you yeah, don't, you know. Yeah, 100%. We don't have to say it. It's fine. And um, and also, I, I'm excited about that. So, okay. So, the other thing we wanted to do before we get to our guest is talk about 
the Long Islandism of the mm-hmm. day. Yes. So this is actually a cool story that I was saying. I'm like, did you know that the uh, maker of Miracle Grow is from Long Island? No, I couldn't believe that when you <laughs> told me that. That was so awesome. Yeah. So I'm reading Newsday. <laughs> As I do. As I do. <laughs> As I do. And there's this whole letter yeah. from the maker of Miracle Grow, Scott. No, Jim. Jim <laughs> Hagerdorn, the Scott's Miracle Grow company. And I had no idea that Miracle Grow was from Long Island, but he's like, hey, dear Long Islanders. And he's like, I've just developed this new, uh, this new like formula, and it's called Turf Builder Long Island. Wow. It's specifically made by Scott's Miracle Grow just for Long Island. Long Island soil. That's awesome. Because, you know, it's funny when you walk around Long Island, Long Island is like, it's like built on a like sand mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's literally i mean it's crazy that we exist i know it's just sand underneath and grass there's some grass but it's like mm. so now that it's spring i thought you know let's give uh scott's miracle grow some props and it's called turf builder long island long food hmm. from scott's interesting so i don't you know you should I- get together with a 1-800 flowers i know see yeah Collaboration. I know. It's funny that all these like floral and yeah. like lawn places are from Long Island. It's amazing. Because we're in, we're literally an island on sand. Yeah. But 118 it is, miles long. <laughs> I know. But people don't realize how green and lush it is here. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Especially this time of year. So um, with that, I also wanted to talk about one of our greatest attractions. Because as spring is coming, we're doing like, you know, we're talking about spring break. Right, your kids being do. off. Yeah. What to do. And plus, we've all been like, you know, locked up. I keep saying locked up. But quarantined right. for a year. Um, not able to touch and feel and do things. And so as the attractions open up yeah. and as, you know, where I was talking about last week, events opening up. One of our biggest attractions on Long Island is the Long Island Children's Museum. And we're lucky enough to have them on the show today. I know. I'm so excited. All right. So let's welcome them. Okay. All right, Sharon, I'm so excited uh, to welcome Maureen Mangan, the Director of Communications and Marketing with the Long Island Children's Museum with us today. Welcome, Hi, Maureen. Maureen. Welcome. Thanks for having me. It's lovely to chat. And what a beautiful day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right? Finally, we got through that cold snap, and now it's smooth sailing. Hopefully. Spring <laughs> to summer. You heard Feels it here like first. It's perfect time to think about spring break. <laughs> You're yeah. exactly right. And uh, we were just saying, like, we have uh, our wine, but you have actual tea. Yes, she's got the real she's, she's You're working at the museum, obviously, so you have real tea. Um, but we're so excited to have you, and you're right. We're um, embarking on spring break and the summer season, and and you are with the Long Island uh, Children's Museum right there on Museum Row, the famed Museum Row in Nassau County. It is. Yeah. We're, we're excited. We're thrilled to be back, and we're so, so happy to see so many people thrilled to be coming back into the door. We've seen in the last couple of weeks a lot of grandparents who would normally have been regular visitors to the museum with their grandkids coming in and saying, we've been vaccinated. We can all come and play together. So that's oh. really wonderful. I know. The grandparents are living their best lives these days. They're all vaccinated, and they're, like, out and about going on vacation, <laughs> and we're all, like, we're all still wearing our masks and, like, being careful. Waiting. But, and they are, too, because the, of the museum. But um, so it was really wonderful. I was just there last week because we were filming Long Island TV there, and I can't wait for that episode. It's It's out right now so we're you know if you have not seen it yet tune in to long island tv to see 
the uh, visuals of the Long Island Children's Children's Museum, but it was really wonderful. It was my first time there. We always like to have first timers there just to get their impression. And I think you had a pretty good time. <laughs> I, you know, I, I think like probably most people that go there, I was really impressed by the magnitude of exhibits that you have. So mm-hmm. why don't you tell us a little bit about the museum, the square footage, the, the kinds of exhibits you have and what you offer families? Sure. One of the things that I think the museum is really known for and what we've done really, you know, really exceptionally well is to make sure that play is personal at the museum. And so all of the exhibits, they're there so that no matter what your child's interests are, there's something there that will pique their attention and capture their curiosity. And so the other thing that we do is to try and make sure that kids can grow into the exhibit. So there are things that maybe for the toddler and then the preschooler and then the you know, excited tween who like, you know, when people turn their back, can't wait to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have everything from bubbles to building to a feast for beast gallery with live animals. They can get to broadcast the news. Um, they get to build um, in our toolbox and kids are incredibly excited about being able to use actual hammers and nails. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all kinds of, there's a, an exhibit called Broken Fix It which is literally about if something breaks, how do you how do you make those repairs? Because it's something that was sort of missing from schools. Um, and so we've given them that. We have a lot of, you know, moms who come into that gallery and want to, you know, it's like, please teach my child to do it so I can get stuff done around the house. Yeah. Um, so there's something for everyone at the museum. What have you done in the museum for, you know, protocols for Yes. So one of the things that in the six months that we were closed is that there was a very active task force uh, across the departments. Mm -hmm. And so we did a lot of research in terms of best practices and research on cleaning and safety protocols. We have electrostatic sprayers. We have medical grade air filters that were installed. There's plexiglass petitions. There's uh, safe distancing. So, for instance, in our gallery where kids build there are actual designated play areas. So one family gets that, you know, an area to play in. Another, yeah. So it is very um, safe and welcoming and people really have appreciated the work that goes into opening it. Everybody, I felt like everybody had a lot of space to kind of go, come and go through the different exhibits. You never felt crowded. Obviously you're limited in capacity right now and, and there's ticketing and all these things. But it was, um, I definitely felt like it was very well organized and you felt like you could kind of maneuver the entire museum safely and feel like you had your own personal space. It was never, it never felt crowded to me. You know, one of the things that's, that, that the museum was, was known for from the very beginning and was very carefully or, um, built into the space was to have it be an open space because what happens is when a family comes in, the kids start to run because they're so excited. And so we needed it to be wide open so you could always know where your child was. So we didn't expect that it would come into play now, mm-hmm. but it's it's an actual bonus of the design of the building. So I noticed that too. It was so funny. We were filming Long Island TV there and, you know, Sharon has littles, right? But my kids are 13 and 16 now. And, and you forget as a mom what it was like to go through that stage. Mm-hmm. But... I think what you said, Maureen, earlier, which is what makes this museum special, what I saw is that, you know, we've we've all been quarantined. We've been so hands off. Don't touch. Don't you know, there's no there's this distancing and everything's cleaned and wonderful. So it's great that kids can have a tactile experience and touch things. And even me, I was yeah. like, oh, the bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ooh. 
Turn Loving the, it. You turn yeah. the bubbles up and you get to touch things and you get to experience things. Yeah. And it's really important for everyone. Frequently for a parent, they get some insights into their into their child's because they don't necessarily see them at right. school learning. And right. so suddenly they have a new appreciation for how they learn. And that's another thing that, that the museum has built in is that they try to address all of di children's different learning styles. Mm -hmm. So again, it supports the parent um, and the child at, at the museum. One of the questions I wanted to ask earlier, you did touch about uh, like at how there's exhibits for each child and each age. What would be like the oldest age you would consider to come there? Um, we usually see around, it, you know, sort of from, I mean, and little ones. I mean, we have people who are bringing two months and three months old wow. to the museum. But up, I would say up until about 10. Yeah. Part of it becomes when, it, when you know, it's like, oh, you know, it says children in the title. Right. You know, that sometimes <laughs> is it. But what we find is that we get those kids back when they're around 14 or 15 when they want to do service hours at the museum. Because they know it's a fun place to work. That's wow. a great idea. And, you know, I could see if you are an older sibling with a younger sibling right. because even like you talked about your new studio. I mean, there's it was so funny. Even me, I was like playing with the weatherboard. I'm like pretending to be a weather person. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And there really is something for everyone there. But the cool thing is, is that you're on Museum Row. And so, you know, when the kids get older, you're right next to the Firefighter Museum. Right. And we went to the Cradle of Aviation, which is like a mind-blowing yeah. mind museum, too. And we're so lucky on Long Island to have such incredible cultural institutions that especially as we've all been kind of, I want to say locked up, right. but, you know, quarantined for a year, it's just really terrific to see families and children getting out and having a good time again. Yeah. I absolutely agree. And one of the things that we've seen, for instance, on a on a spring break week is that families will frequently do the children's museum one day the cradle of aviation another day they'll go to a, one of the you know long island's amazing parks but the idea that they it's central and they know how to get here is amazing yeah and there's so much to see and do on spring break this year and all, and honestly anytime during the summer even when it's the summer and our su summers are iconic but there are rainy days or whatever two hot days and it's a great thing to do indoors so what kind of programs do you have do you have anything special running for what, spring what break? one of the things that's great about um next week is that we're actually open monday to saturday 10 to 5 which is which would normally be our regular schedule and that hasn't we haven't had that because of capacity limits but we know that families need a place to go so we want to take care of that. Um, we have some fun, silly rabbit crafts that take place during the week that are free. Um, and one of the things that we're really starting to look forward to is that our outdoor exhibit will actually open up in May. One of the things that we realized was that families really have learned to appreciate how, how fabulous Long Island's outdoor spaces are. So the idea that we can open that space as quickly as possible. So that's a century garden and a water play area. So kids can explore water, wind, wet, you know, weather. Um, they love to be able to, you know, race boats down the, you know, the rails. And one of the things that we've realized is that water has this very unique property of being able to get kids excited and parents calm down. It's like it's an enclosed <laughs> it's area. They hear the water in the babbling brook. It's a very soothing kind of zen experience. So it's wonderful. And everybody, it's an incredibly popular exhibit. Anything that you 
one of your favorite exhibits or anything like that? Um, I think that, you know, it's one of the things that I actually love to do in my job is to be able to ask people. And especially if what we, when we get people who are like, oh, I came, we're at the point now where we have parents bringing their children and the parents had come to the museum Mm -hmm. is sometimes to find out what their favorite exhibit was and to find out what they've become now. And the number of people who are like, oh, you know, we get a lot of, you know, reporters who might come in. And they were like, I loved being able to broadcast the news or, you know, you know, you can sort of start to see some career paths started. You know, you see kids who love to build and are now engineers. So it's really wonderful. I mean, you know, there's no there's no exhibit in the space that doesn't teach you and gives you a little fun. One of the best things about my job is that if it's been a hard day, you just go out on the floor. Oh, I could totally see need. that because and now was... we're all on the floor. So, <laughs> right. you know, we're actually get to do visitor surveys all day long just by chatting with people. And I can totally see that because when I was there, there again, there is really so much energy and joy on that floor and you and you feed off of it from the children. And sometimes they're screaming and you're like, oh, my God, thank God I yeah. don't have kids like that anymore. But but it, there's so much excitement. And I'll tell you one of the things that I found to be my favorite when I was there that was the school bus exhibit what's that called tot spot tot spot was for for the littler kids Mm -hmm. but you know what i loved about it sharon is it was very long island focused Mm -hmm. so first of all they had an ice cream truck i was like oh it's like lily (laughs) it's like lily it's ice cream truck which is of course as we know so long island and then it's got the long island railroad um exhibit where you go in and you're like you get to be the conductor of the long island railroad and you sit on it and it looks so real It, it just i loved how it brought long island and our own unique, you know, neighborhood and culture into the exhibit yeah. for the kids. To me, I was like, I loved that so That's much. I, I wish, yeah. I wish my that was the one. Like, I'm just gonna say, like a second, Maureen, not a minute, but a second that I wish my kids were little again, like that. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, oh, this is I'm so really cool. glad you picked up on that because that's exactly the focus of the exhibit. It's very much to give kids a sense of what their community is like, mm-hmm. and you know, to go from you know the the farmers market to the to the train station to the lighthouse is you know exactly what we want them to realize that it's their opportunity to start to explore where we live. I loved it so much, mm-hmm. and I was like. I was seriously telling Chris, our cameraman producer, I was like, take a picture of that. Get the, get the ice cream truck. Get the Long Island Railroad because it's so cute. I'm like, get this little boy being conductor. And you sit in the chair and it feels like you're sitting on the Long Island Railroad. <laughs> so it was cool. so cool. So I loved it. I was really um, I was blown away, to be honest, by the entire museum when I was there because it was something that the whole tool time area where you're building stuff and then the animal exhibit where you it was like a diner which yeah. is again another long, long island, island thing, thing where yeah. you go to the diner and it's like the there's like the bear and the otter and you're like does and you get to put stuff in the menu like does would the bear eat this would the otter eat that <laughs> That's so cool. it was really hands-on it was so fun and i was so impressed by what you have to offer long island families and we're just really privileged to have an, an attraction like this in our community and we wanted to make sure everyone knows about it one of the things that we've seen over the last few months, and you know, you know this, is that there's a lot of new, you know, Long Island homeowners. Mm-hmm. And it's, and you know, one of the things that you know a lot of young parents do is to try and find their community, and so they come and meet, want to meet other young parents. And so we definitely have seen an increase in people who are new visitors to the museum, and they're all buying memberships, that's which amazing. is fabulous. Yeah, that's and awesome. it's the best bargain in, around. What tell us about it? What, what is it? What does it entail? 
So you get free museum admission. You get, by using your membership, you also get discounted admission at other children's museums around the country. So people who are traveling maybe and haven't seen relatives in a while, they can go to the museums. You get, depending upon your level, you get discounts on our birthday parties, on the museum store. So it really is wonderful because you can literally, there are people who will be run over for an hour. And it's like, I want my child to like burn off a little bit of energy. Yeah. And then, you know, and then they'll come back for a longer visit. Yeah. And there's no smarter thing, as you know, from having little kids mm-hmm. than just taking them someplace, which is a confined, safe place where yeah. you can kind of just let them take run it. a Even little bit. Even at the park, sometimes you're like worried. What's it? Yeah. What are you getting into yeah. uh, outside? But here it's confined. It's safe. Everything is made kid friendly. Yeah. It, it really is a wonderful place for families of all ages. And I was so like I can't believe it's been you know so many years I've been here and it was my first time there but it was really amazing and we love having you on the show and telling our listeners Thank you about so much you. and we really appreciate the attention because you know a lot of people haven't you know it's been a while since some people have visited so it's mm-hmm. great to have a fresh eyes tell them it's good to come absolutely yeah. and if you need a visual of the museum make sure you tune in to Long Island TV mm-hmm. on YouTube because you can actually see all of these exhibits we're talking about and get a good idea of not only how fun it is, how much stuff there is to do, but also the safety and precautions that they're, that they're taking. Yeah. Because I, I'll tell you that it, it's so wide open. There's so much space and the capacity is limited that you really feel like uh, not con- – it feels so safe and, and so um, open-aired yeah. that it's great. I just loved it. Anyway, thank you, Maureen, thank you so, so much, much for being with us. Thank you so much. Come and visit again. We'll we put will. everything in the notes for how to contact you or, or the museum and um, websites and stuff like that. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, All right. Maureen. Take care, Maureen. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Okay, Sharon, that was so great. I'm telling you, I was really blown away by that museum when I went there. I had yeah. the privilege of going there. And uh, and Maureen and her staff, they really, they've been there. They believe in what they're doing. It's so wonderful. So passionate. It's awesome. But speaking of other museums and Museum Row, there's Cradle of Aviation mm-hmm. right down the road a little bit. Um, and one of their exhibits there is featuring a pilot. And we're closing out um, Long Island Women's History Month yeah. of March. This is our last episode in the mm-hmm. month of March. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to feature some women on, on Long Island, um, one of which is Eleanor Smith Sullivan, a pioneering aviator. She flew her first plane at six years old. It's weird. It's weird. It's crazy. I, I think I can't of even my imagine. daughter at I five. I can't imagine and I'm like, that. What? I can't imagine. No. She can barely ride a bike. I know. <laughs> Back then, though, there they, there was no such thing as the helicopter parent. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but she became the youngest licensed pilot at age 16 in 1927, and she's known as the Flying Flapper of Freeport, which is oh, so cool. Cute. Um, she was named the best female pilot in the U.S. by the American Society of Promotion of Aviation in 1930 at just 19 years old. And she set women's world speed record of 190 miles per hour in 1929. Oh, that's amazing. Isn't that, so there's what? an exhibit of her at the, yeah. um, at Cradle, the Cradle of, of Aviation. So, I was, so the same day we filmed, and in the same episode, we have Long Island Children's, Children's Museum and the Cradle of Aviation Museum. Right. And when I went there, by the way, I'm, you know, I totally nervous out yeah, on this out, stuff yeah. I could have spent the whole day there by the way you've got to go to the Cradle of Aviation Museum if you haven't been there or tune into Long Island TV and it's you'll see so it it's so amazing I've loved it there when I you went know, the, you know that every lunar module that went to space they were they were made here on Long yeah, Island and incredible. there's the only you like put together lunar module in the world right. is there 
on display because it, it was built and then the space uh, station or the space system was like shut down mm-hmm. in 2019 so it never went right. and now like the technology is too ancient to go up so it's there on display isn't that insane it's, it's too ancient to go up that's they're crazy. like the, the technology in your phone is more advanced than the technology in this lunar module wow. it's crazy but there was a there so they have a whole exhibit and I think she's one of them that you just yeah, talked about one of like seven women but they have this mm-hmm. great flyer that I took where they have all women in aviation and there's this other exhibit of this woman and I can't remember her name you'll have to go to the cradle of aviation to see it but she is like she was like a Hollywood movie star kind of wow. Hollywood and she was also a pilot. She was the first woman to fly across the English Channel wow. by herself. And um, Andrew, the executive director, the CEO there, was so amazing. And he was telling the story. And he's like, so she goes to bed. And she's thinking, I'm going to be on the cover of every paper tomorrow. Because right. I'm the first woman to actually successfully fly across the English Channel solo. And that's the day the Titanic sank. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so no one wow, knows about her. Right. Harriet Quimby. Harriet Quimby. Wow. Thank you, Alyssa. So no one knows about Harriet Quimby because she should have been this incredible aviation figure. Right. But that, that day, the Titanic sank. And then, and it shows her, like, a, a and she was, like, all into this fashion. I'm she had, like, sure, all this yeah. amazing aviation fashion that she would wear. And then it showed her plane. And then he was, like, so several years later, she tragically fell out of her plane. Oh, my I'm goodness. I'm, like, what? <laughs> She tragically <laughs> fell out of her that, plane. Right. That is the most horrific. Oh my gosh! Death, and he's like, "Yeah, it was before, like you know, seatbelts and right. like FAA right. stuff, and black like, boxes." And oh yeah. my god! <laughs> anyway, it, it, it's so cool there. They have like a, a, a Pan Am flight from back That's in the so day, amazing. and you see how tiny they are, and you're like, "Oh my god, I would never get on this." I plane. can't. I can't. Like, I get claustrophobic looking at it. You know, it's like so scary, and people are dressed to the nines. Yeah, because amazing. it used to be very expensive. Yeah. And you're like, I, you're every time you went up, you're just like risking death. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's anyway, cheers Thank to God, women. Thank God, look how far we've come. I know, <laughs> but I love that you brought that up because cheers to the adventurous women yeah. who have really made an impact. Especially not here only, on Long Island. Yeah, not and, only on Long Island, but right. they did it here on Long Island, but it made an impact for everyone in the world because it advanced aviation or science or technology yeah, or whatever incredible. we've done. So. Cheers. Cheers to the women. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to you. Cheers to you. Um, so, Sharon, you know what time it is. It's tea, tea time. Okay, so what's your tea? So, speaking of spring break and the kids being home from school and all that stuff, I'm super excited because they have, you know, we talked about lo- being locked down or whatever. They're just actually so excited to go to Urban Air this spring break, which is an indoor trampoline and zip lining park. Yeah, um, my kids have been there. It's bomb. It is. They've been there before, but now this week they're doing it where it's limited capacity, so you have to reserve online. And they is do this it. The, is it just opening this week? It's just opening. Oh, yeah. Cool. So like they're, they're one of the first groups to be in there, which is awesome. But it's amazing the things that they can do, and like the ticket pricing is super reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can buy tickets like Braden's going to be nine in September. So he, he can do like the platinum Shut level. Up. I know. It's insane. I can't even believe. I can't either. He was like three. It's insane. And just like his little attitude. You're like, wow. He's, are you a man? He's What's such happening? a mama's boy. He is my prince. <laughs> he is he's my so prince. He's so handsome and so they're polite. So, they're just so cute. And Pearl's super excited because she's like, mom. 
I get to like do the zip lining this year because she's old enough now, you know, oh she could God. do it. Um, but Evie, I'm like, I'm like, what is she going to do? I don't know. But my, I, I don't like to say nanny, but my child care provider mm-hmm. yeah. is going to take them there um, yeah. this week. So I'm so That's excited. That's awesome. Yeah. They're going to have so much fun. My kids love it there. Yeah, and I just went there uh, last week, and it was still closed. So that's yeah. Cool. So they're opening up. It's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, and it is a really cool attraction. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, you take pictures and put oh, it on the sure. Insta. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, maybe little videos of them yeah. doing the zipline that freaks me out. I'm like, hold on. Yeah. yeah, but that place is amazing. Yeah, you go in there, and there's something to do for everything, for every I mean, age, which is so I, cool. I remember the first time I went there, I was like, whoa, this is like a huge attraction in and of itself. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, okay, so my tea is kind of similar about spring break. We were just talking about the Long Island Children's Museum, but, you know, a lot of that can be overstimulating, right? A mm-hmm. lot of that stuff is difficult for people that have, like, challenges, developmental sure. challenges. And we were reached out to um, on the podcast by this new attraction called Gigi's Playhouse, which just opened on Long Island this week. And it's for children with Down syndrome. It's so amazing. Yeah. And... We started looking into it. It's in Patchogue. It just opened. It's like the first of its kind on Long Island. I think it's incredible. Yeah, and it's really, I mean, it's completely made for these special children who, you know, have different cognitive skills and and tactile skills. And it's a place where they can go and just enjoy. And and for the parents, too. Yeah. I mean, what a wonderful... Just to see the joy in their faces, you know, know. which is so amazing. And I just, I applaud the system so much for for this group, so much for launching this incredible new facility in Patchogue. It's called Gigi's Playhouse. It's one of a kind on Long Island. And it's really something that, you know, we always talk about how Long Island is like a community. Sure. And how we really care about each other. And we care about every single person that lives here and all the diversity that we have and it's a great this is another great example of the diversity yeah. on Long Island and it's is hometown pride it's you hometown know, pride like, it's awesome and it looks so cute it was there there's an article in Newsday about it um, as well that was today and it's the cute it's the cutest place and look at these kids they're having so I'm I know they look so hair. adorable so much fun and where they can go and just be free and, just and be. let loose yeah. just like you know just like the kids at Long Island Children's Museum but in a way where they can feel safe right. and they can feel welcomed and right. Their parents can have that respite moment to yeah. relax. So yeah. we applaud Gigi's Playhouse. Absolutely. And uh, we encourage everyone that has a, a special, beautiful Down syndrome child to go there. And, and what a wonderful community um, additional attraction. So, Absolutely. Yeah. It's awesome. I was excited to talk about that. Yeah. It's, it's so new and fresh. And it's it's we don't have anything else like that. You know? Yeah, it's the first of its kind, and you know what? It's 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 one of those things that once it's here, you're like, how did we never have that right, before? Exactly. <laughs> I know, like, I mean, there's different programs and things like that, yeah. but this is this looks amazing. It kind of looks like similar to Urban Air, where it's like, yep. you know, yeah. different. Uh, setups and things that they can just go and be in free and, and right. have so much fun and and it's so important for these parents who you know again they they put they put so much energy and effort into these beautiful children mm-hmm. every day and it's a way where they can go and just everyone can just have joy and have fun and so as we talked about Long Island Children Children's Museum and Urban Air I was like oh my gosh it's a great yeah. example yeah, of a, another you know special for special like Down syndrome children and they're so beautiful and I just thought. I can't wait. I, it looks fun. It I kind of want to go fun. there. I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, it looks really fun. It so, does. 
Um, a wonderful new attraction and uh, with so much more to talk about as we go into spring and summer and we appreciate everyone listening we'll be on our social so please follow all of our social media channels on Long Island Tea Podcast and make sure DM us oh by the way during the break uh, Chris coined our new segment yes I already forgot it What's it called? Uncorked. Uncorked. With Kristen and Sharon. Uncorked with Kristen and Sharon. I love it. Uncorked advice. What was it? Uncorked advice. I love it. Perfect. Which is true because you're gonna (laughs) you're gonna get our advice after drinking wine, right? Which is incredible because isn't that the best advice? You know, like the always the most sound advice. Yeah, but honesty is reality, right? But it's truthful advice. And it's authentic. We're excited. I think so. Make sure you DM us your questions for Uncorked with Kristen and Sharon, uh, our new segment, and we will answer all of your questions. Yeah. All right. So I look forward to answering them. See you next week. See you next week. Thanks. Cheers.